Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast and today we're going to look at the battles in the Pacific uh, on the Solomon Islands and uh, Papua New Guinea and the significance of both those campaigns. So following the uh, devastation uh, wrought upon Japan at the Battle of Midway the next phase uh, of the war focused to the south, uh, the, the South Pacific, and um, the defence of Australia. The plan that Japan was now forced to uh, em- embrace um, following the uh, devastation of her carrier group in the Pacific and the, the failure to lure the American Pacific Fleet into a, a final battle, a final trap, was to prevent um, mass troop build-ups in Australia and to prevent Australia from becoming a, an American staging post for the reconquest of Southeast Asia and the Pacific. The, there was never much intention by uh, the Japanese to physically invade Australia um, it was uh, too great a commitment of troops, um, the Australian continent being far too big, and having too little strategic purpose uh, as far as Japan's wider interests go. Uh, Japan would have been hard-pressed to commit enough soldiers there and also to continue uh, a war in mainland China. So instead, simply strangling Australia would be the preferred strategy. Um, This meant occupying the Solomon Islands, Fiji and other strategic um, outposts in the Pacific so that any um, sea lane into Australia could be cut off. Um, Airfields were busily being built on islands like uh, Tulagi 
um, and there was a large naval base at Rabaul. Uh, and this meant that um, Australia came under great threat of, of strangulation. There was an ongoing debate, an ongoing historiographical debate for many years um, as to Japanese intentions towards Australia. And that argument really was concluded with the, the idea that uh, Japan um, had no intention of a physical landing invasion, uh, though there was a great deal of anxiety in Australia at the time that this, this might be possible. So the, the scene of fighting would be uh, in New Guinea uh, along the Kokoda Trail uh, from um, uh, one, the north side of the island down to Port Moresby on the south um, and it would be in the Solomon Islands uh, at Guadalcanal. Uh, and the fighting was particularly fierce in, in, in both these campaigns because the Japanese knew the stakes involved. Japan had made now two key missteps. Firstly, not destroying the um, US carrier fleet at Pearl Harbor. And then secondly, um, allowing its codes to be broken and for the trap that it had tried to set at Midway being reversed and instead falling into um, a, a US trap. Now, after uh, six months of success... Japan would be fighting a defensive war, and its defensive line would be drawn in the islands uh, closest to Australia. So, uh, as we normally do when we're looking at uh, the, the, the general history of the Second World War, we look at uh, Max Hastings' uh, All Hell Let Loose, it's a very good general standard account of, of the war. Um, and on the subject of Guadalcanal and New Guinea, he writes, The next phase of the Pacific campaign was driven by expediency and characterised by improvisation. The US, committed to Germany first, planned to dispatch most of its available troop strength to fight in North Africa. MacArthur in Australia lacked men to launch the assault on Rabaul, uh, which he favoured. Instead, Australian troops, slowly reinforced by Americans, were committed to frustrate Japanese designs on the vast jungle island of Papua New Guinea. Separated from the northern tip of Australia by only 200 miles of sea, this became seen to one of the grimmest struggles of the war. Now there's some interesting stuff to unpack there right away. So the secondary campaign of the war at this point was the Pacific. The first priority was Europe. The US uh, Army was committed to um, uh, the Hitler first strategy and the Navy and the Marines were waging war in, uh, in the Pacific against Japan. It would be unfair to say that this for America was a sideshow but it certainly was a, a secondary issue particularly for Roosevelt. There were those amongst his chiefs of staff, particularly Admiral King, the uh, head of the Navy, uh, who were um, Anglo-sceptic, to say the least, if, if not actually Anglophobic, who um, saw that America's war lay in the Pacific, uh, also he believed, uh, and it was not the responsibility of America to help the British uh, retain what was left of their empire. 
which is what uh, many sceptical-minded uh, American servicemen uh, and chiefs of staff suspected was uh, Britain's interest in uh, America's contribution to the war. Um, so the more focus there was on the Pacific, the more campaigns uh, that were actually waged in the Pacific, the happier um, chiefs of staff like King uh, actually were. And there were plenty of, uh, of uh, military figures, uh, senior military figures, in the uh, Pacific and Southeast Asia Command who held similar views of the British um, the, amongst uh, many uh, American servicemen. Uh, SEAC, Southeast Asia Command, was dubbed Saving England's Asian Colonies. So there was um, antipathy there. Mark Arthur, of course, was in Australia, having fled from the island of Corregidor uh, and leaving his uh, troops to uh, be, ca- be captured and to die in large numbers in the, on the Bataan Peninsula uh, in the Philippines. He was ordered to evacuate, which he did uh, all too readily, uh, leaving, uh, dumping the blame for the defeat and the surrender on his subordinates um, and he lived a rather glamorous lifestyle in Australia where he became something of a media darling uh, both in the Australian press and in the American press and he was uh, later highly disparaging of the uh, America, the Australian soldiers who fought along the Kokoda Trail uh, the famous diggers, um, whose uh, courage was uh, in, unquestionable, and whose uh, contribution to to the fighting and uh, this pivotal battle uh, in the war uh, was really uh, absolutely first rate. Um, the wherever you look at Australian soldiers throughout the Second World War, and also New Zealanders, um, their tenacity as, uh, as, as uh, fighting troops is, is really quite astounding uh, and their contribution to uh, campaigns uh, often um, is, is, is really, really pivotal. So um, MacArthur, um, a, a man of extraordinary ego and questionable talent, uh, was... Um, Quite a, a cast across a long shadow over the uh, the entire uh, the entire campaign. So, looking into Hastings again, he writes. Meanwhile, six hundred miles eastwards in the Solomons, Japan, who had occupied Tulagi Island, uh, moved on to the neighbouring Guadalcanal, where they began to construct an airfield. If they were allowed to complete and exploit this, their planes could dominate the region. An abrupt American decision was made to preempt them by landing the 1st Marine Division. Such a stroke fulfilled the US Navy's driving desire, promoted by Admiral Ernest King in Washington, to engage the enemy wherever opportunity allowed. The Marines were staging throughout Wellington, New Zealand, en route to an undecided objective. They found themselves ordered to restow their ships for an immediate assault landing, when the local dock labour force refused to work in prevailing heavy rain, Marines did the job themselves. Then in the first days of August 1942, they sailed for Guadalcanal. In their innocence, 
many supposed that they were destined to wage war in a tropical paradise. The Guadalcanal campaign begins uh, slowly, curiously slowly. Um, the marines came ashore um, to comparatively little um, artillery fire and gunfire and believed that they had um, seized a, a major victory with comparative ease. Of course, the Japanese occupiers had retreated deep into the island and would wage a very long jungle warfare campaign. Uh, Max Hastings writes, On the 7th, 19,000 American troops landed first on the outlying islands, then on Guadalcanal proper, in the face of a slight, op- a slight opposition following a heavy naval bombardment. In the dirty dawn, there were only a few fires flickering, like the city dumps, to light our path to history, wrote Marine Robert Leckie. Robert Leckie was featured in the uh, Spielberg series The Pacific, um, he was one of the, the kind of prolific journalist, soldier journalists of, of the campaign. Australian Coast Roger Captain Martin Clements watched exultantly uh, from his jungle hideout as the Americans came ashore, writing in his diary, Wizard, canoe, Calais, oh what a day! On the beach, men vastly relieved to find themselves alive, split coconuts and gorged on the milk, heedless of implausible warnings that the Japanese might have poisoned them. Then they began to march inland, soon parched and sweating prodigiously. The Japanese, following another huge intelligence failure, had not anticipated the Americans' arrival. In what would prove critical, a critical action of the Pacific War, the landing force quickly seized the airstrip, christened it Henderson Field in honour of a marine pilot hero of Midway. Some men liberated caches of enemy supplies, including sake, which allowed to become gloriously drunk during the nights that followed. Thus ended the easy, the last easy part. What followed became one of the most desperate campaigns of the Far Eastern War, characterised by small but bloody battles ashore, repeated clashes of warships afloat. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The, uh, the Marines on Guadalcanal uh, found themselves stranded 
um, when the Japanese swept in behind the Asian the uh, invasion fleet and sank most of it. Um, the uh, bay uh, where the Marines came ashore became known as Iron Bottom Sound, and um, the Marines who um, had landed um, came to essentially awoke the next day after a titanic battle at sea to realize that the island was surrounded by America, by enemy warships that troops could be easily landed now enemy troops could easily be landed and that resupply was um, very very unlikely for some time this humiliation um, took place two days after the landing. Um, Fletcher, Admiral Fletcher, who we heard about when we talked about uh, Midway, had signalled to Nimitz that he thought that local Japanese air power was a huge threat to the three carriers that um, sat off the coast. Um, He recommended that that they were withdrawn, and without waiting for approval, um, he he set a course northwestwards. Um, Rear Admiral Kelly Turner, that commanded the transports inshore, um, said that this was a uh, dereliction of duty and used the term desertion. Uh, uh, Fletcher's reputation for what happened next never really fully recovered. Um, uh, It could be argued that it was entirely the right thing to do because not only would the, the landing fleet have been destroyed, but also... The, the carrier group as well. In the early hours of the 9th of August, um, the surprise attack happened, which real, revealed a kind of a great deal of kind of uh, incompetence as far as the Americans went. But also, it reminded the Americans that one of the things that the Japanese were very good at was night fighting at sea. Japanese Vice Admiral Gunichi Mikawa led a heavy, heavy cruiser squadron in an attack on the offshore anchorage, uh, which was protected by one Australian and four American heavy cruisers, together with five destroyers. The enemy ships began uh, had been spotted the previous afternoon by an RAF Hudson, uh, Royal Australian Air Force, a Hudson bomber, but its, uh, si- uh, but its sighting report was not picked up um, at Fall River on New Guinea because the radio station was shut down during an air raid. Even when the Hudson landed, there was an inexcusable delay of several hours before word was passed on to the warships at sea. The Americans uh, uh, were deployed off Savo Island in anticipation of a Japanese strike, a strike, a strike, a strike. The column steamed undetected through the Western destroyer radar picket line. With three, within three minutes um, of the Americans belatedly spotting the Chokai, the leading Japanese ship, the Australian cruiser Canberra was struck by at least 24 shells which detonated, in the words of a survivor, with a terrific orange-green flash. Every man in the boiler room was killed and the power was lost. The Canberra was unable to fire a shot during the subsequent hours before being abandoned. There is some evidence that the cruiser was also hit by a torpedo from the American destroyer Bagley, uh, which was aimed at the Japanese. The destroyer, the American destroyer Patterson, um, was in a perfect firing position, but during the deafening concussion of the guns, the ship's torpedo officer failed to hear the captain's order to trigger the tubes. 
um, at uh, 1.47 a.m., two Japanese torpedoes hit the USS Chicago. Only one of these exploded in the bow, but it crippled the ship's fire control system. The Astoria fired 13 salvos uh, without any effect because um, the Astoria, the commander of the Astoria, failed to see Mikawa's ships and the gunnery radar was defective. The cruiser was wrecked by Japanese gunfire at a range of three miles and abandoned the next day with heavy loss of life. Uh, the Vincennes was uh, devastated and already on fire when her armament began to shoot. Her commanding officer, Captain Frederick Riefskoll, uh, had no idea that the enemy was attacking uh, and supposed himself to be the victim of friendly fire. And Mikawa's, um, uh, Mikawa lit up the battlefield, the, the sea um, battlefield, with searchlights um, that illuminated uh, the Vincennes. Um, and uh, Rifkol, the captain of the Vincennes, um, believed this again to be uh, a friendly ship and broadcast angrily over the radio demanding that the lights be switched off um, and then he spent the next few minutes in blind panic uh, trying to uh, uh, save his ship as the realisation occurred that this was not friendly fire um, and by that point it was too late um, the USS Quincy then fired star shells, which um, uh, were designed essentially kind of flares to illuminate the uh, the battlefield, um, and they burst over the low cloud. Um, but unfortunately, Japanese seaplanes uh, dropped illumination flares um, beyond the American squadron, which silhouetted silhouetted the ships so that there were outlines for the Japanese to aim at. Um, the Quincy um, was um, destroyed, the captain was killed, and the, um, uh, the order was given to try to beach the ship. Um, the ship sank with the loss of 370 officers and men. Um, the Chokai uh, suffered only one hit in its staff chart room. So, after this devastating victory, um, the Japanese ceased fire at, uh, um, at 2.16am um, and there was now a debate about whether to press on the attack against the American transports off Guadalcanal. Mikawa decided it was too late to regroup the squadron to make such an assault and then withdrew before daylight out of range of the American carrier aircraft which he assumed, uh, incorrectly, uh, were close at hand. Um, amid the kind of uh, the carnage and the fire and the tropical rainstorm that followed, the, the Japanese withdrew um, and the chaos uh, that was kind of um, uh, that per perpetuated uh, continued uh, until the dawn. Um, an American destroyer fired um, 106 five inch shells uh, at a cruiser before discovering it was the Canberra. And when it was decide, decided the Australian warship must be sunk, um, US destroyers fired a further 370 rounds into the hulk before um, it began to uh, sink to the bottom. The, the only consolation for the Allies was an American sub torpedoed and sank the Kano, which was one of Mikawa's heavy cruisers uh, during its withdrawal um, after the action. 
So in the uh, Guadalcanal, uh, Admiral Turner um, continued to offload uh, supplies for the Marines uh, until the 9th, um, where it was decided that it was too dangerous and the landing fleet had to withdraw. Turner um, wrote about the hubris of uh, the Navy. He said, The Navy was still obsessed with a strong feeling of technical and mental superiority over the enemy. In spite of ample evidence as to the enemy capabilities, most of our officers and men despised the enemy and felt themselves sure victors in all encounters under any circumstances. The net result of all of this was a fatal lethargy of mind. We were not mentally ready for hard, for hard battle. I believe that this psychological factor as a cause of our defeat was even more important than the element of surprise. So the Navy learned its lessons. Never again in the war did it suffer such a severe humiliation. And the critical reality which soon dawned on the Japanese was that yet again one of their admirals had allowed caution to deprive him of a chance to convert uh, success into a decisive strategic engagement. Had they, uh, had Mikawa continued and sunk the landing fleet, then it's entirely possible that the Marines would have been forced to surrender on Guadalcanal. Um, but because that didn't happen, the Marines were in a position with enough supplies to carry on fighting and have enough offloaded from the ships to uh, before there had to be a withdrawal. So, um, the, uh, much as with Pearl Harbor, a decisive uh, attack wasn't quite turned into enough of a victory to make um, the position of the enemy untenable. The, the Japanese themselves were slow on the uptake when it came to understanding what the Americans wanted in Guadalcanal and how much they wanted it. The um, importance of Guadalcanal um, to the Japanese was clear. They didn't quite understand how much the Americans would fight for it. They sent reinforcements bit by bit to the island. Um, by this, at this point, obviously, Japan has huge drains, a huge drain on its manpower, huge kind of uh, demands on its manpower, all across Southeast Asia and the Pacific. They... Um, were um, not only um, uh, parsimonious with the troops that they sent, but those that they sent, they actually flung into battle um, in, um, as if they had troops to spare. Um, they used uh, frontal attacks, um, each of them insufficiently powerful to break through the marine perimeters. The Americans who held Henderson Field, which was the most important uh, site on the island, and the surrounding tropical rainforest found themselves locked in this uh, endless struggle with, or seemingly endless struggle with the Japanese. Visibility was low uh, amongst uh, an impenetrable tangle of uh, rainforest, um, and often uh, battles would be fought hand to hand uh, with groups of enemy soldiers surprising each other at very short difference. And of course the um, intense 
humidity and tropical diseases took their toll on American troops. Okay, so we're going to finish that and we'll look at the, the next part of that campaign and also the, um, pa the uh, Papua New Guinea uh, campaign in the Kokoda Trail uh, next time. I hope you find this handy and useful and I look forward to catching you on the next Explaining History podcast. Come over and find us at the Explaining History Facebook group uh, or if you can um, uh, support us on Patreon, then you know where to look. Thanks very much. All the best. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.